that is, shit you know what i'm saying yeah, so that can't stupid. always it can't just start on you know like what well, we're having a conversation that Dumb bitch shit to, just like a fucking, fucking woman coming in there and fucking interrupting good shit <laughs> i'm already started right yeah i'm just, just kidding just I'm just 100 kidding. miles an hour right off the bat all right let's do it <laughs> hey gun line gun line gun line fire mission coming down it's your host lopez and you're listening to the on the gun line podcast shoot the shit episode number 188 and i got my boy my co-host my midweek memo uh second co-host or first co one of the two because the other one's lee hunt so on here today we got my boy Urena, and uh, i'd like to you know introduce him on here we're gonna do just a little shoot the shit episode kick back and relax and um it's been a while since i've done this i had to take a break because honestly it was just it fucking it's a lot of work believe it or not y'all you know so i want to thank you Urena, for taking time out of your uh hectic fucking schedule uh just so y'all know like he's normally a co-host with hunt and myself and you know we do the midweek memo for those that have been listening to us for a while and if you haven't been listening to us for a while this is like your you know your second or third episode you're probably wondering who the fuck is this korean guy here (laughs) well um he's Uh... actually in school right now so you know on top of that you know he he has other duties that he has to take care of yeah I appreciate it when he does have the time to come back on here because, like I stated in one of the, um, uh, he's kind of like the glue that binds us because if not, me and Hunt will go all over the motherfucking place. So with that, thank you, Arena, for being here today. Always, always a pleasure, a fucking privilege, nay, an honor to be in the presence of greatness. I, I, I can't like. I'm just glad to be sharing the same oxygen on the same planet as you. I thank you. Thank nah, you so much. I, mean, I thank you for allowing me to be on the same fucking uh, zero zeros and one ones and zero one zeros. Yeah, we're, we're all in the same matrix. This fucking video, yeah. you know, and um, yeah, man, I, I I thank you for being here, bro. Seriously, yeah. I, I do. Yeah. Um, tell a lot of tell some people about yourself that don't know who you are. Well, let's see. Whatever I'm, you can share, of course. I'm a dude. I've been a dude for uh, about 30 something years. Uh, I don't think I'm going to change that, but um, yeah, like I, I've been blowing up shit for the army for a while. And towards the end of, of that, of that career and I'm doing college right now. So I'm busy, busy trying to get an education, trying to be a cybersecurity nerd. Yeah. Um, we've known each other since 2008. And we've just been going strong with the meme games and the, and the crazy <laughs> shit. And uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, I like to stir the pot. That's yes. my character. Yes, you do. Yes, yeah. you do. Let me ask you, man, um, how important uh, was getting an education um, while you were in the military, like before this oh. last year started? Like how so, important in the spectrum or where was it in your priority list when you were, you know, before like two years ago when you started? bottom like it wasn't even important at all like anytime i thought there were times where i did college throughout the career and i felt like it was a luxury that was afforded to us like you'd have to like figure like a good time to do it because especially in artillery man like there's no fucking time dude and everybody always likes to tell you oh you just gotta make time you gotta make time blah 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 dude it's fucking impossible man when you're working from like zero five 
got 30 people underneath you or whatever and then you don't you don't even know when you're gonna get off because like people like to just keep you at work for no fucking reason until like 2300 because somebody lost a wrench or some shit uh it's hard and to have to like go home do college for a few hours and meet deadlines for them they don't care on the college side they just want to make sure that you do it and the risk is that you pay out of pocket if you fuck up mm -hmm. like it's like i didn't have time for it and then whenever i saw anybody do college it was always like a old timer fucking platoon sergeant you know like the he's like hey man hey, I, i'm doing my college courses man you got this chief and shit and you're like shit and then they try to tell you to do it and you're like when when am i you know when right when i get on your schedule i'll be able to do it so now i'm in that position where i have time and i do I'm knocking out college and if i knew the difference is is if i knew how easy it was then yeah. I'd, I'd suck it up and do it I just I'd figure out a way to do it on the weekends and do right. college. Well, that's what I wish I knew. Even on deployment, bro, I seen like a lot of fucking a lot of Joes. They would knock out college courses while they were out there. You know, one of the benefits about fucking, you know, being on a big fob like Merez out there in fucking um in Mosul. You know, yeah, it was a shitty area when we were on mission, but when we were back off mission. You know, they would go in there. They had internet at least fast enough to get some fucking classes knocked out. You know what I mean? So, I mean, shit, the mission's only about four hours long. You know what I mean? Six hours, let's say, when we go out in sector and come back, you got the rest of the motherfucking day to go ahead and knock out some hours, you know? And yeah, so, nothing, uh, nothing but time. Yeah. And, you know, but I, I agree with what you're saying as a, as a staff sergeant, you know, and you're a section chief, your time's pretty fucking limited, you know? And it's not just an excuse. I mean, if you're really dedicated to your fucking job, you know, fuck, you're going through your NCOERs, you're going through your fucking counseling statements, you're checking on your Joes, making sure they're doing good. And it's not like every Joe is fucking squared away. You know, you got to fucking deal with Joe going through a divorce, Joe going through a bankruptcy. You know what I'm saying? So you, you, definitely, you definitely burn yourself out. But what I would say... What I would say to myself, and I know I wouldn't listen to myself because back then I would I would just like party to like unwind to get away for a bit. But if I went back in time and I looked at myself, I'd be like, dude, just fucking suck up the pain for right. like one year. I'm asking you to just suck it up for one year and you'll get one degree, one associate's degree in in the one year and stuff. And then by then you've already kind of conditioned yourself to like right. to this is how you work workflow goes and then you'll just end up like not stopping till you reach give, your ultimate give, goal give me one quick second real quick i don't know if you can hear the background but give, give me one quick second children are out of control so to the listeners hey check right. out dad's trying to do a podcast here i need y'all to calm down and be quiet i went for my towel and now i don't have one to use okay well i'll get you one make sure you put something back inside the bag on thing yeah, put her in her cage. Listeners back home, what you're listening to is Parenting right. 101. Now, be quiet. God damn. He just raised Dirty his voice. All he right. just raised his voice at his children, but he didn't mean it in a negative way. He meant oh, it bro, let's not way. go there. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I already uh, heard um, how much of an asshole I am, you know. Let's elaborate, because I don't agree. I don't, I don't think... Um, well, I think it's still early in the podcast. Do you really want to jump into that one already? 
I, we don't have to get into the specifics, but I, I think people need to understand because a lot of emotions get get mentioned. And I right. listened to the last podcast, so I get to understand how people without the right context would go into like if you're going in dry for the first time and then that's the first episode you listen to. Right. I can understand uh, how people would be like, why? Why would you say some shit like this? Or like, why would you know, why do people believe this and whatever? Like, right. all right. So long story short, y'all, if you heard episode 187, fucking go figure 187, 187 right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I pretty much went a little bit hard on. And if you've been following the podcast for a while, you know, I have a specific point of view, you know, that I ride and um, and it's just the way I feel about it. It's just not going to change, you know, and I have daughters. So don't give me the whole, you know, if your kid grew up and whatever. OK, it's just my point of view about females in combat arms. All right. That's just it. I don't I don't think they should be there. Um, we're not going to go into. Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll see where you know, wants to take it. Yeah. But here's the thing. Like I responded to uh, someone who had wrote to me about uh, the episode. Uh, they told me that, you know, um, pretty much that I was wrong for my thoughts. I kind of want to read it. Should I read it? No, no. Okay. Because the, I mean, I'm not going to say wanna, who it was, obviously. No, still, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to say something that somebody else said. And then they're like, oh, I never said that. You want to hear it, certain, certain things you want to hear from the horse's mouth. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Is, and this is, and that's why that's important. That's true. Like, like I mean thank you for bringing that up you know um uh so this person uh hit me up on the ig and uh they you know they they told me that i pissed them off within the first 10 minutes and i thought it was a joke honestly i thought they were joking with me yeah. and then um afterwards you know she came down like you know with a paragraph telling me exactly you know how she felt and that's cool you know and at the end she thought i was gonna laugh about it or whatnot and um and she gave me her point of view well she just gave me what she thought I was pretty much going to do or what she thinks I'm going to she what she thinks my mentality is. Right. So what I ended up responding with was something and I'm just going to fucking um, what's that word paraphrase here um, that as an NCO, when I was a section chief, I when I left, um, we were getting ready to start integrating females into the motherfucking gun line. All right. So um, I told my Joes, you know, once we start getting these females here, we're going to treat them just like we treat everybody else. Nothing special, you know, no fucking, no, it's going to be, I'm going to hate you all equally across the board. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to hear no bitching, no complaining, no crying. If you're going to do that, you do it amongst your own circles, but we're not going to treat her any differently. And I'm not, I wasn't going to treat a female any harder or any easier. You know what I'm saying? Because as a non-commissioned officer in the United States Army, my opinions weren't dictated by, oh, I'm sorry, my, how can I put this? My opinions didn't dictate my leadership, okay? My job as a non-commissioned officer in the United States Army is to enforce the standards and the policies that are set. That's what my job is, whether I agree with them or disagree with them. Now, did I mention to my Joes that I didn't believe that females should be in combat arms? No, I didn't. I mentioned it within my little group, you know, my little group of other section chiefs, you know. There, and you were entitled, you were 100% entitled to what you believe, right? Right. But yeah. it didn't mean 
that I was going to be like, oh, man, here come these bitches over here, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, to that extent, I remember back when we still had DADT, Don't Ask, Don't Tell, right? Yeah. Um, I remember I had a, I had a soldier uh, out in Korea who was gay. You know what I'm saying? And we talked and everything, and he told us he was. And, like, I don't care. You know, are you a fucking good cannoneer? That's all I cared about. You know what I'm saying? So even though... I may not agree with that lifestyle, but I'm not going to treat them any differently either. You know what I mean? I still respect you. So anyways, with that said, you know, um, I also reached out and I asked that person if they wanted to come on here and, you know, learn me about her perspective, because I spoke with someone earlier today who was telling me after I told him my only experience with females where the ones that were on the FET and, you know, supply clerks and, um, you know, the other fucking uh, S1s, you know, yeah. all the soft skill MOS Support, yeah. So that's been my, my experience with them. And the experience that I've known of them has been that, you know, not all of them, but a lot of them, you know, they, they, they biologically handle their business with the men. It's just yeah. human. So that's where my opinion was skewed from, I guess. And, but I was told that, you know, by someone who worked with the um, women in the field artillery, that they have a whole different mentality, a whole different way of thinking. And once I was told that, you know, I decided, you know what, that's a good idea. Let me go ahead and reach out to this person so I can get her perspective as a cannon crew member or as a field artilleryman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So unfortunately i was left on red but no so what people need to understand is like the context behind what you say is based on your interpretations of of it it's from your perspective uh from like your 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 chief seat right like mm -hmm. from what you see and it's 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 a normal a lot of people sharing the same beliefs uh people that that see this change and they didn't experience it firsthand. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, hey, you got to prove to me otherwise or whatever. And that's why it's important for this platform for if somebody doesn't agree with you, you know, come bring your fucking perspective and provide that insight from, from your point of view and kind of fill in those gaps to kind of educate us, educate you, educate anybody on like, hey, look, I get what you're saying, but this is my experience and this is how I act. And by the end of the conversation, I'm pretty sure you're going to be like, oh, we're speaking the same language. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't know that, like, I didn't, I didn't get it because I've never met somebody, you know, a woman that does the job right. and like the way you talk, the way you describe things, the way you characterize Joe's and like, it's the same language. I just didn't know, you know, I just never heard it from you from from a person like you before right and uh and that's the problem people just need to like come out and say it. i when i talk about the topic i talk about the topic as somebody that's been through that integration and i saw it from the male point of view inside like from a leadership standpoint seeing it firsthand mm -hmm. so and then i only speak on that i'll never talk about their feelings or how unless somebody expresses their like how they felt and they tell me then I quote them directly, right. but I'm never going to like, Hey, this is my opinion on how they felt. Like I, I can't, I don't make those kind of calls and stuff. So I only speak on what I know, what I've seen. And it's limited to that. I'm a dude happen to be in a unit that integrated 
And this is what I saw. And that's what I like to speak on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it, it does conflict what you say or what other people say or whatever. It is what it is. Um, but, but the, you know, that's why I come here and I'll tell you, you know, right. and I, I think that's what people need to, people need to do. They need to talk instead of just like, Oh, you don't get me. That's it. Right. We're, you know, need to have the talking. dialogue, you yeah. know, and at the end of the day, we won't agree. Cause again, I'm yeah. dead set on females should not be in combat arms. It just yeah. doesn't increase the lethality. And it just causes to me more tension and drama than it's needed. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. you know because and, you, didn't, you didn't experience it firsthand like you right. are in that in that at, like in the specific right 13 bravo realm right you didn't experience that firsthand right so you're you're going off of this is how i feel this mm-hmm. is what i see maybe no no feelings but this is what i see like it's just my belief me wrong you know it's just like, my belief yeah you haven't seen the you haven't seen the evidence to prove you wrong exactly you haven't seen the evidence well not only that i mean just also from stories i've heard just stories i've heard of you know of the shenanigans that go on and i'm just checking my my oh man never mind i thought i thought i had an ig that said uh you know hey i'm coming on time meow but um nah dude and you know like i said the infights out there and if there's any females out there that aren't a film field artillery that you know want to come on here and shoot the shit look it's not a motherfucking trick i'm not trying to fucking be with those gotcha moments or aha you know i seriously we could have a, a conversation shoot the shit and talk and you know at the end i'll ask you you know the same question i asked dudes when we were on the gun line uh you know and hanging out like if you could suck your own dick would you except i would ask you if you could suck your own clit would you you know and, what i'm saying and, and they will answer the question loud and proud and i'm and telling see, you because because i've seen it yeah i've seen it and they will fucking the the language is the same the conversations are the same it's right just something's different underneath right. the legs like and like you said it, yeah exactly and um the look here's the issues that i was having with it you know hygiene wise you know having to fucking add extra shit i don't know how that works you know but it yeah. just seems to me it's gonna be an extra effort and so, go ahead. so when 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 we got them it was like here you go figure it the fuck out Basically, there was no instructions. The army was telling people, oh, we're going to do this like methodically. We're going to like check in that. with people. Let me no, ask hold on. The, the army was like, hey, we're going to like make sure that this does smoothly at the real the real world ground level shit. It was like, here you go, man. You guys got this figured out mm-hmm. because we're like we're popping off. OK, so with that being said, when they when y'all got them were there any changes that you had to make on the gun line fuck no none fuck no 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 none because i i was literally i was the chief and i was literally like i gotta go to i gotta do uh fort knox and i gotta do some artillery in like two weeks do i have time to figure out how to fucking change the way i operate and talk other people around me were like changing their moods and behaviors or whatever but me i was like i ain't got time for this Let shit. Me ask i've you. been i've been chiefing a certain way my whole fucking right. career but what i want to know is like when you went had to go to the field did you go to the field with them yes did you have to change any kind of a uh... fuck no you uh, what am i supposed to do shit out of porta john <laughs> shit out of like like drive you back from the field like we didn't know I only know one thing. You, if you got to take a piss, there's a fucking wood line. You got to take a shit. 
dig a hole there's a fucking wood line uh if you got a shower figure it the fuck out but stay clean we ain't going nowhere we're on this fucking firing point okay. so it's time to fucking move see now that is the shit as long as i'm hearing that across yeah. the board and that's then, how that's but it, that's how it had to be when you like we didn't have time to like go all right we're gonna like have three days and then we send them back there was no time for that especially then eventually your whole like half your section is like male women like what are you gonna do like hey we got a timeout like no 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 no. figure it the fuck out let me ask guess you what what's up triple seven yes was she humping rounds yes or was she fucking just being rto fuck no rto wait you just gonna skip no you you started you started at the bottom now we're here like no you fucking <laughs> you carry some fucking rounds you fucking you're a powder bitch you're fucking uh were set, you allowed to call them powder fucking, bitches yes nothing changed nothing changed hey powder bitch get the shit roger chief again That's it. nothing changed would other people change would people that are like let me that, ask you let me ask you on in your experience yes uh, first of all, and this just asking, was she straight or gay, or were they straight? Why or would gay? it matter? Why would because it matter? This is I, there's a question I'm coming with. I didn't. I never asked. It okay. Was never like, so, I never to your knowledge, were there any shenanigans between um, the males and the females on the line? To your knowledge, on the gun, on the gun during the field. Is that no? Because that matters. Like no. Because I would I ask a dude like, hey, how many chicks did you fuck this weekend? In the barracks. Okay. Would I ask that? No, I wouldn't. As a chief, why would I ask that? What I'm asking, simply asking, yeah. was there any male or female fucking around on the gun line? On the gun. On the, the gun family. line. On the fucking gun line. I'm not saying that he bent her ass over the fucking breach and pounded her there. I'm no. saying within no, the sections within the, the sections was there any fucking going on no because then why that you like, know where, where were the chief like what is the chief gonna sit in the front of the lmtv and there's like an orgy in the back of his truck like what what is why would that happen what who would do that like why that doesn't make sense like nobody nobody's gonna be like banging in the back of the lmtv you got a whole section like your ag's like hey just don't fuck on my shoulder. Like, what do you, okay. what? Let's say they're not in the same section. All right. I'm just, okay. Not even not. In, okay. Yeah, see, you're, oh my God, dude. I get so what you're let, getting no, at. Yeah. You know what I'm realistic. getting at. So, let me ask you if we're, if they were out in sector, all right. If they were okay. fucking and they're out, uh, let's say they're out in um, Afghanistan. They're okay. on, let's say cop Joyce. All right. Or fucking Metalam. What One of those, whatever. Gotcha. All right. They don't have a LMTV to go fucking. I mean, there's plenty of them. But okay. you're gonna tell me there's not gonna be any fucking going on. If there is, then why doesn't like what's it matter? Like what's it? What's if, it matter if is what if she time? gets knocked up? Okay, then you hold their fucking feet to the fire. Like, but you show me evidence that that like percentages of thirteen Bravo females getting pregnant on deployment. I took I'm not two. even. I don't want to. I don't even have to go there to thirteen. I took Bravos. two on. Or 13 Juliets, I took two on deployment with me to Afghanistan to an outpost, mostly infantry. Guess what? They weren't pregnant like, when we brought them back. There's like no pregnancies. Like, what is it? Like, and then because it, we're, we're, we're nitpicking certain things, nitpicking. and then we overlooked like our dudes taking porn on deployments. Fucking well, right. We're not going to say anything. 
uh are dudes trying to bang the air force chicks on the fob yep if they are are we gonna say anything oh and if they get into a relate and if they knock up a chick is there a risk that she's gonna come to your like fucking briefing safety mission brief and say hey no that but, dude got me pregnant no but the problem with the, somebody getting knocked up is that that was gonna be out of the fucking fight and somebody has to take their motherfucking place it just it doesn't ha- like can it happen? Yes. Um, yes. It, it, there, it, in some point. But can Joe fucking dude fucking like break his leg because he wanted to go to salsa night and he fucking hip really? rotated too hard? Really? Exactly. That, it, that feeling of hearing something so outlandish is how I feel when I hear like, hey, you're, if you take your chicks down there, she's going to get pregnant. What are you going to do? Like, really? Like, I'm not saying I, she's going I, to. I'm saying the possibility is there. Yeah, there's a possibility. for. And the possibility is not everything. only that. It's just, again, there to me, at least in my opinion, it's that there's, if it wasn't broke, why try to fix it? I mean, all this shit was done out of political correctness. And um, so this, here's, no, no, here's no, 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 my turn, my turn, my yeah, turn. Go ahead. So the issue is, again, I, I foresee too many negatives and outweighing the positives. All right. As far as like, okay, let's take away the fucking, um, the, the the pregnancy portion mm-hmm. let's talk there's a relationship somehow because again humans are fucking human yeah okay let's say relationship only in the barracks not even on the gun line right only in the barracks however private joe snuffy is with her right they're together but yeah. then private joe snuffy's homeboy is jealous now because he wanted to get with her okay you don't see that causing any tension dude but it it happens to it happens with everybody Mm -hmm. like i i I sat in a in a meeting this week or or whatever i'm not going to mention any right 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 or mos is right but it was about suicide and so the soldier the soldier in this other um in this other unit and some other duty station it was an example that we were given Mm-hmm. He was of this one MOS. He liked this girl who was in this other, who was in the same MOS, but worked in a different unit. He liked her. He got friend zoned. Turns out that his battle buddy uh, was fucking around with her and he didn't know till the last minute. So the dude fucking killed himself. Wow. So does it, it happen? It happens to mm-hmm. everybody. It happened. It could happen to anybody, but now like it could happen to us. Like, so like, I don't like, I don't, there's so many things that could happen. Right. So wouldn't you want to mitigate the risk? So here, here's the downside to, okay. The pros outweigh the cons in this, in my opinion, the pros outweigh the cons. What are the pros before 20 years ago? If a chick made general, right. You'd always question like, how'd she make it? She's a support person. Why is this person going to be in charge of a BCT if she's never served a day in her life on the fucking line? And then so we created these roadblocks and then we criticized people from like making it through the roadblocks Mm -hmm. and getting up to these high positions. And we started scrutinizing everything. Well, if Mm -hmm. she didn't serve on a line, how the fuck did she become a general? She didn't earn anything. She just fucking made it. Case in point, uh, a female takes over as a drill sergeant commandant for the first time. It didn't matter that she was a drill sergeant at some point. 
uh, it became, well, she wasn't, she's not infantry, even though that's not a requirement to be mm -hmm. the commandant of the drill sergeant. Right. She was never a fucking infantry. She's never combat arms. She doesn't understand anything. How dare she take over as this blah, 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 blah. All because she was a woman being put in charge, right? So no matter like how many times these chicks like, like made it to where they needed to make, everything they did was always scrutinized, questioned, and compared to, to men. And not only that, compared in, in such a way that there's no possible way that they can ever meet those expectations because there's blocks in place to keep them from like being infantry, from being artillery. So how do you expect somebody to be like you or, or reach those milestones if you created a barrier to keep them from joining, like from like I got meeting what you're that saying. criteria? Now, see, I get what you're saying there. As far as like, I, I don't think that that broad should be fucking uh, held back from promotion if, you know, if they fucking, if they hit the criteria needed, you know what I'm saying? And um, dude, I mean, schooling, right? They go through a lot of fucking schooling. Um, and before there's any real war, how can they really know what it's like to command in a war anyway? So they go through school. So, I mean, what I'm getting at is for that female who became a general or whatnot, that's pretty fucked up that, you know, they, that, they uh, put her through the ringer on that shit, you know, but also uh, on the same fucking coin. And I hate saying, but because when you say, but you just fucking erased everything that you were talking about. Um, I don't like the fact. And I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know. However, when they start specifically looking for a female to put in that role so they could become the first. Okay. That irks me. For example, I'll give you an example. The first black fucking of uh, female vice president. That fucking worked out really fucking well, hasn't it? All right. And he said that he was going to pick her because of that. Now he's doing the same thing with the Supreme Court justice, the first black female Supreme Court justice. So when you start just selecting somebody based on their gender and race, that's where I have an issue with that as far as like promotions and stuff like that. And that or very... if they were dumbing down of the standards um, or lowering the standards. Now, I've never been part of the soft community or SF community at all. And, you know, there's many arrangers out there and many SF out there. And um, I'm just saying a lot of them, a lot, I'm overgeneralizing here, have said that for some of the females that go through, they kind of lowered the standards for them. I don't know if it's true or not because I'm not part of that community. I'm just repeating what I've heard. And if that is something that has been done, that's wrong. Yep. So here's here okay to cover a lot of that stuff. Yeah, here's yeah, my yeah. problem, right? I I agree that you shouldn't change the standards. If you're gonna say everybody has the same standards, if you meet the standards, you're good. Mm -hmm. With some people up top, they're so eager to be the first to claim that they they oversaw the first making it they lower the standards the women going through they want nothing else but to meet the fucking standards mm -hmm. and and show that they could do the fucking job but if you tell them hey you only got to do three fucking uh, sit-ups and old dude has to do 20 like what are they supposed to do like fuck let me just knock out 20 they'll knock out 20 but you're only gonna think oh they only had to do three you know and they can try to prove you wrong, but they, the system has created such a such a lower bar for them. Like, 
dudes like i came in i could barely do fucking 10 push-ups man but you told me that i had to do 60 in order to pass the pt test mm-hmm. i worked my ass off eventually i got the 60 on the very like last week of fucking basic or osa training and shit mm-hmm. but i got to that point and then i fucking reached it and with women you're telling them like hey you only gotta do 10 they like they're like i don't get it but i'll do it right and then knowing full well that they do it and they meet the standard then they're gonna get criticized because the standards that they didn't set are already low and stuff there's people out there that realistically speaking realistically speaking if we had the old apft or even the ac even if we had just a mos specific uh pt test how many out of 100 females, how many do you think would actually pass? I would say maybe 20. What about males? Uh, I would say probably 75. I think we're on the same note on there because I was going to say. This is based off data that the Army Times had, had published before, I think like two or three years ago. They kind of gave rough estimates close to that. I don't know if you can hear these kids screaming. I'll be right back. But if you want to go ahead and just uh, talk about that raw data right back, I'll be, I'll be right back because uh, we all know that there's a bunch of males in the field artillery as well that can't even fucking hump around. And you know where yeah. we usually put them at? Drivers in fucking... or in training room. Yeah. And and guess what? I fucking I hey, I would gladly about that noise. Oh shit. It's got real. Keep eating, folks. Keep eating. Or just pretend pretend like daddy didn't just yell at the kids and stuff. Just like just keep eating, guys. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, no, I but will, um, I will gladly take the 20 women that fucking pass it and fill those set, that gap of hundred. And I just I just freed up 25 slots by losing 25 dudes that couldn't make it. Let me get those 20 20 women because they can make it. They fucking pull their weight. They show that they could, and that's what we're we're trying to say, you know. And it's not, and it's shitty that the army has a stupid fucking. Well, we're just gonna keep lowering the standards because the numbers aren't high approach, and it's right. not the woman's fault. Right? They're like, hey, we're not asking for all that. We're not asking for fucking hand me downs. And I know this from talking to women that are like, I didn't, I didn't ask for fucking scores to be that low. I can show you better scores, um, and we can. And but the army's like, oh, we're nervous. Like our numbers and all that shit. The army fucks it up. The army is the one that fucking fucked this Again, I'm not saying that there's not broads out there that can do the fucking job. I know there are. All right. They're already on the fucking line as it is. And if I was on the gun line, I'd still treat them like every other fucking Joe. You know what I'm saying? I just disagree with them being on the line because I think it's too much of a fucking distraction. And like old girl said, she, what did she say? I can't keep my dick like, or I can't keep from shaking my dick or something like that. But, um, it's not even that. I got porn. I can go jerk off in the fucking. Uh, she probably so. meant like a, it's a pissing contest. It's like you can't stop mm, no. shake your dicks. This pissing contest is over. I don't uh, know if you heard no. that term. No, it wasn't like that. It was a uh, more long. Literally, can't keep my dick out of my hands because I saw a female. Oh well, there is a there is a general uh, feeling that that people project like. Um, their own issues with it 
from like what it will cause like it will be too much of a distraction to them personally because of different different things like there's there's so many different dynamics dude there's so many fucking dynamics like even the same shit that we hear now is what people were saying about uh gay dudes being in the military like oh guys are gonna be fucking in the fucking on the gun line and shit if you let them in you know we know that they're here you just can't tell us that they're here you know officially because we already once you do that gay guys were yeah but once you do that they're gonna be fucking and sucking each other off on the fucking gun line man don't let them in what happened here's the thing here's the thing again i can understand a female's passion you know and the way that she wrote that letter to me i can understand her passion you know and then being shit on by other motherfuckers i think that's wrong you know I'll shit on you, but I'm not going to shit on you in front of everybody else or to your face. You know, I'm going to shit around my motherfucking circle. But while we're at work, I'm going to put you to work, you know, just like everybody else. I'm going to treat you like every other soldier. You know what I'm saying? But they're asking for. And that's fine with me. I have no. I just don't want them on the line. I just don't want them in combat arms. I got you. You know what I'm saying? And personally, me personally, I'll take the because I took two on deployment. Mm -hmm. I'll take those two. Any fucking day of the year against anybody you fucking throw at me because they were that fucking badass at their fucking job. What did they do? Uh, the fucking gunner, age, every single position on the triple seven in Afghanistan. They were taking motor rounds. Their fucking shoe took a direct hit on top of their fucking barracks while they were fucking asleep. Thank God we slept in fucking uh, reinforced barracks because I would have. They would have died on the spot. But what did they do? They went back. Did they have they, separate living quarters in y'all? Uh, just the two of them. So they had separate living quarters. With together because they were friends. Like, why would it? We, so we have choose, right? So why am I going to put uh, just a guy and a girl? Oh, no, I got that part already. Just, but you guys had separate choose, but they were together in the same area. They were right there in the same location. They weren't yeah. separate for like a different, they weren't like in a different housing. So let's, let's, let's differentiate, right? So we had a hot gun. Mm-hmm. space or whatever so when they're on hot gun for 24 hours the whole section's pretty much sleeping ass to crack right next to each other sweating over each other arms over each other fucking like a good section does right when you get back you're in the room you pick your roommate uh was it what did it just so happen to be female female yeah, yeah i don't care about female female i'm just saying were they in the same lined up they weren't fucking put like in a different location no we were in the same building like i opened my door they're right there in front of right that's all i was asking man i I wasn't asking anything else i wouldn't keep them anywhere else that'd be weird yeah i'm just saying all right that's cool i mean again man that's cool i'm 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 happy for you um i just i just see two and it's again you have the experience i don't you know what i mean so had i had that experience it might be different it might be just in my opinion I just see too many distractions, not for me personally. You know what I'm saying? The distractions that I would have would be probably fucking counseling motherfuckers because I catch a guy oogling her ass and then fucking I got to put that motherfucker on check. You know what I'm saying? But so why, why though? Like, why would you? That's what I, I guess. That's what I'm trying to figure out is like, why would you? Like, why would there be a need to change the way? Like, why would your concerns turn into, like, this relationship thing? If you let go of that concern and just treat it like anybody else, then it's not an issue anymore. 
Like, why? Why? So me as a chief, why would I be worried if like so and so is fucking so so and so? No, it's else? not just even if he's fucking her. It's the fact you know that let's say they're not even fucking, but again, males are males, females are females. You know, the dude probably you know. For example, let's say she she has a banging body. You know, somebody that goes to work out all the time, looks great and fucking all that shit. She's taking her clothes off, changing motherfucking, you know, uniform, putting on her her other uniform, a clean uniform. At the gym? In the field, fool. In the field. Oh, in the field? Okay. I mean, I don't know about you, but I used to get butt-ass naked right there and under the net and just fucking change clothes. Okay. So, soldiers just, like, stared at you? So, okay. what I'm saying is, if a female was to do that, and a okay. guy is looking at her, like, oogling her... Then I have to get in that ass. You know what I'm saying? Because he shouldn't be doing that. See, but what if she was a dude and he's staring? What are you gonna do? I'm like, damn dog, you like what you see there? See, and, and there's a yeah. So, so why wouldn't you do that with 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 him saying looking at her? Why? Why wouldn't you say that? Because you know it's different. No, 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 because you're scared. No, because, because you know scared. it's fucking different. All right? No, because yes. are you shit. fucking kidding you're me? Projecting your are fears. You fucking... You're projecting your fears. Fine, call it projecting my fears, and that's true. It is. It's some. It's not projecting my fears. It's me having foresight of what can go wrong, and trying to avoid it. And, and you know, and you know the fun, the great part about this, right? Is you're not the only one that I've seen with this attitude. Yeah, because I, I saw a chief. We had the same thing, another chief, same exact way. It's like, I like he would like a non direct approach, like, I, I, I can't be here because, like, this is, I, I don't know what to do with my hands. Like, I'm freaking out. And then I'd be like, dude, just fucking figure it out, man. Like, what are you going to do? Stop existing? Like, you, it's dude, you got not chief. that. It's not that I, w- I would be afraid to take on the challenge. It's just, I foresee issues. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, again, this is the whole reasoning. And let's just take it off the gun line. Let's take it into the infantry world. Let's take it into the tanker world. Let's take it to the calf scouts. You know what I'm saying? And the whole thing that was done was fucking again for political reasons. There was nothing wrong with the way shit was before. You know if what I mean? Broke, don't fix it. Like hashtag vet bro for life. But but it was broke because <laughs> I, was I just broke? explained I just explained the challenges that that women in leadership positions were having. Okay, well you know they what they could have fixed that area. You know they could have lowered the, the, they the criteria. They're like, oh, there's this clear obvious barrier to to the perception behind your leadership. Let's remove the barrier. Like and then now that's an issue because like wait in a second we wanted them to like reach these high positions. But now we can't criticize them for reaching these high positions because now they're doing the jobs that we did. So shit. Well, you know what? The standards. To me, it's not nothing about that. To me, again, it has to do with being in combat arms. They could fucking find different routes to get to that star that they want. But they want to kill people. They want to kill people just like you. And some of them actually, they want to kill people more than people that, like, I, I would take a trained killer woman over some dude that's like, I don't know, uh, I just picked the MOS because it was the only thing available and that's it. And then you talk to these women and they're like, I just want to fucking blow people up. And they get excited about it. And they're like, they would wear, if they were legally allowed to, they would wear the skull of their enemies over their head and, and fucking wear it proudly with the crown. Like, I would take that person male or female and stuff they just 
Is it, why is it so wrong that they want to fucking murder fucking people? And then with the way I see it, if I have two 13 Bravos make babies together, now I have a family dynasty of murder. Like, imagine being the kid in that family. It's like, my parents blow people up at fucking show and tell day. Like, my mommy fucking killed 100 Taliban fucking insurgents and my daddy fucking killed 600. And they are fucking cool. And that's why they called me Red Leg Junior because I'm fucking cool. And then someday I'm going to be a fucking Red Leg myself. I will take those fucking people over some fucking soft ass fucking... I don't know why I joined. Uh, I mean, I don't want any soft ass motherfucker on my line anyway. Yeah, you know, like I, it's just they, why is it so wrong that they want to kill? It's people? just different, different views, man. Different strokes, I different know, folks. I, you know I, what I know, man. I I know, and I know your point of view. I because I've, I've seen it amongst a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, and I get it. I get and it. And look, man, it's when you start having to fucking make specific changes like okay we're gonna have to have x amount of females in this battery and they split it in your mto you know just think that man you fall in where you fall in that's that's just me that's just how i believe that's again you you know i get i'm a toxic masculine man you know i i I, you know what i'm not gonna deny the fact that i'm a chauvinist i guess they call them male chauvinist you know what i'm saying I don't, I'm not going to deny that, you know, I'm not. Um, I'm, I'm happy for the females that are out there on the gun line. I'm happy for them. Go sling them rounds, baby. You know, um, there's this chick uh, who follows the, the podcast on, you know, on the Instagram. And, you know, hey, go, go sling them rounds, girl. You know what I'm saying? Handle that business. I'm proud of you, you know. But, yeah, in the back of my mind, it's a whole different story. But I'm not going to stop you from doing what you can, what you want to do. If my kids want to join the military and, you know, my daughter wants to go be a 13 banger, I'm going to support her. I just don't agree with it. I just yeah. don't agree with it. Exactly. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. You, you haven't seen it and you haven't had a, a daughter in the artillery and a metaphoric daughter. Um, you haven't been a father of a daughter in the artillery. It's because, again, what I've seen, my yeah. my examples of females just near the gun line just are, near are based it. on our based, are on based support chicks. okay that's fine you call it what you want but at the end of the day a pussy is a fucking pussy no it's and not a dick, because, okay and a dick is a fucking dick and when if, they want to fuck I'm an artillery they, dude, if they want to fuck they're gonna find you, that lmtv if you're, and go if you're fuck. an artillery dude and you go into an office full of fucking uh chemical ncos or fucking uh, supply male ncos are you gonna feel different are you gonna feel like you're built different than those guys Simple question. Simple question. Same, same shit. Simple question. Right? You, you know that if you go into a support fucking unit, right? Like a, 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 a unit just full of support people, fucking fuelers, mm-hmm. you know that you walk into that room and you're fucking built different. You're, you, you got a little bit more confidence Again, and you're like, what am I doing with this? And these that's why, posts? you know what the fucked up thing about this podcast is right now, Yorina? What's that? We got two male. Richard swinging motherfuckers talking about females. We need a female point of view. You know what I mean? And again, I'm not going to sit here and berate them or, you know, talk shit to them. I'll congratulate them. Like good fucking job on what you're doing, but don't hate me because I don't agree with it. It's like the whole gay thing, man. People that are gay and trans and all that good shit. I don't agree with it, 
but I don't hate you for it. And, you know, I'm not disrespecting you for it. I'm still going to treat you like a fucking human, but I don't agree with it. Does that make sense? No, I get it. You know? Yeah. yeah. And that's just how I feel about things, you know, now in a perfect world, you know, um, women wouldn't even have to be in the military women, you know, I'm glad that they're out there. You know what I'm saying? I'm an old school cat. I get it. I'm an old school cat. In my perfect world, women would still be kind of like it was back in the 50s and shit. Yeah, go ahead. Hate on me all you want. But guess what? Guess what? The nuclear family was fucking was existent. You know, I bet Ronald Reagan was the best president ever and fucking. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think there was a best president ever. Each one has their own good and bad. But and um, times were better back then, especially I mean, in the fifties. I'm just saying, segregated I'm, look, water fountains. So I mean, I, that's come on now. That's that's fucking potato potato. Because you know what, black families still stuck together at that time as well. Now I'm not talking about the racism. Yeah. You know, I'm not talking about that shit. I'm the talking family, about the you're family talking about itself. the family dynamic. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about, you know, and, you know, like, you know, the mother didn't have to work. The father fucking could. But that's not their fault, you know, and that's now because of the way society is that, look, women, just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it. Because at the end of the day, if you have children, those children need you more than you need that fucking job or career. Just saying. That's just my opinion. And damn, this shit went somewhere else. But again, you know, and this is fucked up because, again, we got two dudes talking about female shit. All right. And that would be like, you know, like two broads telling us, you know, it's like two broads telling us how a man sees shit. You know what I mean? It, it, It is what it is. Anyway, so we're just shooting shit out here. If you guys are still here with us, I appreciate y'all. I mean, it's been one hour that we've been on here. And, um, you know, so far, so good. We've been just discussing, shooting the shit up about fucking females in combat arms. But go ahead, man. What were you pulling up? I know you're Mr. Research. No, no because you mentioned the 50s, right? Right. And, and that things were better back then. But something that Fa- we always overlooked. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't. It really wasn't. Domestic violence rates were like at the highest point because women were thought of as inferior. They didn't bring anything to offer at the table. You could literally live, leave a woman and she'd be ruined for, for the rest of her life because mm-hmm. her her support network was that man, that fucking the provider or whatever. Right. So she was in constant state of fear because if she didn't act right, she was kicked out to the curb, homeless or whatever. The guy would be all right. Domestic violence rates, the highest... Like, because it was considered a family issue back then, uh, domestic violence. There was no domestic, there was no domestic violence. It was family, family issues that were handled within the family. So law enforcement looked the other way, like, oh, that, oh, you just smacked the shit out of your wife. <laughs> Not our problem. That's a family problem. Not condoning stuff. That. So like that, that is the era that, you know, people, people were talking about and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, everything was good. Yeah. Because the wife's scared, like. You know, now they're, you know, they're slowly trying to ask for like some sort of like fair, fair, equal rights without being like questioned about, you know, how how'd you get into this position? Like, because they busted their ass. They worked their ass off and stuff. And if I, if I see one of my, one, one of my female soldiers become a Sergeant Major someday, 
be like she fucking busted her ass up like she deserves to be up there right she worked hard and i'd get pissed if somebody's like how did she get up there like i don't get it no fuck you guy you didn't do shit fucking what'd you do recruit like you were a recruiter <laughs> she was fucking slinging rounds killing fucking taliban the yeah. fuck do you do there you go that's, but that's me you have your point of view i have my no, point of, of course view. and, and again, as long as she was to... as long as she wasn't selected simply on the fucking gender if they had both motherfucking uh here and then you know she outdid him fuck it hey, tell you give it to or, her. or uh, don't mention gender anymore genderless yeah they 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 exit out there's no he or she reference in the is there a name i'm not sure i don't think so i'm not even talking about ncoer i'm talking about packets so i don't know well i hope my name is ashley then (laughs) like then my likelihood of getting promoted in this like non-existent quota system is uh and that's what sucks again quotas is one thing i don't agree with and that's i hate that it's become a big social experiment within the army and there's right. a valid there's a valid thing. I don't believe in uh, the connotation behind affirmative action as a um, as a hiring method. I think it undervalues the actual work and contributions of people mm-hmm. and stuff. Like if I picked you, I don't want I don't want people to think that I picked you because you know I I did so because of like race or whatever. But a lot of people yeah. do get caught. They get picked like that. I'm not uh, talking I, about I'm not talking about the army. I'm talking about you know even in at work and because they want to be diversity and inclusion. You know. Yeah, and then the the downside is if somebody makes it on their own merits, then you start like people start questioning. So I think it undersells the contributions of right. a lot of people. It it's a it's a it's a fucking fine. you know what it is you know what it is non-white privilege that's what it is it's non-white privilege people say there's white privilege but there's your non-white privilege you know what i'm saying it's it's the truth you know so but um yeah dude i, I think it's um Dude, we took this one so deep, man. I'm, hey, that's good, man. <laughs> I didn't know if we I didn't know we were gonna go this deep on it, you know, but yeah. Let me ask you something. Let's Let up? me ask you something now. Um, I asked this on the last episode, and um, we'll hash it back up next week on Tuesday. Um, if you could change one thing in the army, one thing, just one thing in the army, what would it be? mandatory you're off at 1700 on monday tuesday wednesday and friday thursdays is like a very rigid release time so it forces people from what i've seen it happens right this forces people to backwards plan their day i'm just going to come to work early because i can't work late i have to meet this deadline if you give people any kind of wiggle room like i oh, release whatever then they start bullshitting. They they don't make their time at work efficient. They fill it with nonsense. And then now they're working late. They're working themselves to late. And now they create this expectation that you didn't work unless you worked late. If you if you cap it, you say 1700, get your shit done. You make everything more efficient. People fucking plan out their days ahead mm-hmm. of time. And they're like, this is the shit I got to get done. Ain't no time to fucking bullshit. Like you just get the shit that you're supposed to get done, done. And guess what? You know what happens? 
10 times out of 10, people get the shit done and they get off at 1700. And it turns out you didn't have to work late to begin with. You know, you made yourself work late. Dude, um, that's a great call out right there, honestly. Um, I backwards plan for fucking everything, every single thing. Even now in my in my job, I backwards plan because I know what time I'm going to get off. So I know that I got to set my fucking calendar up a certain way and I prioritize. You know what I'm saying? And I don't understand how people don't do that. Um, let me ask you one more question, man. Um, and this one um, might get a little heavy. I'm not too sure, you know, what your thoughts are on this. But um, what? why do you think morale is so low? I see a lot of motherfucking... Uh, you know, shit on U.S. Army, what the fuck moments or fucking mainly them. Um, you know, they put up shit like, and then they wonder why morale is so low. I mean, it's a uh, people are so dramatic. People are just so dramatic. Morale's gone unchanged in the last thousand fucking years. Morale today is the same as morale back in the Civil War days when they were like shitting in the fucking aluminum can, <laughs> like it's it's never gonna change i've read the same this is why retention rates are so low right like the same comment for the last 10 years i've read the shit well and the guy is saying this as he raises his right hand and like reenlist like people people just bitch man your unit's always the worst one your last unit's always the best one in the yep. whole fucking army um like oh i wish we you, did it like like it's the same shit dude so do you think that maybe it's social media that's exposing it they have more exposure to it and it just it, seems like that kind of like when a when there's a shark attack in florida all of a sudden there's shark attacks all over the fucking world and there's like an uprising but it's the same and, shit and it's and it's never gonna go away because there's always gonna be there's always a steady stream of privates that graduated ait and they get to their first unit like every week there's a new private that hits his unit and it's like, I'm going to be a fucking uh, uh, specialist in this field. And then they give you a broom and then you get demoralized. <laughs> you're like, what? And then now you're sweeping the line. And you're like, this isn't what I signed up for. So then you go on social media and you yeah. complain. And then guess what? The last week, another guy complained, but now he's made corporal and he's like, I'm used to this shit by now. Yeah. And it's like phases and you're never going to hear the end of, of it until they stop making privates until they stop making people with feelings it's a machine it never like it's never gonna end do you feel what do you feel now um in your opinion um have the standards changed in basic training and the standard that ha and if they have has it been for the better or for the worst <clears throat> let's see okay the standards the standards have changed the expectations have increased Okay. Standards have gotten are are, are too accommodating. So uh, there's there's generals that are faced with a with a dilemma. There's people in the big army that here's the problem: we're not getting enough people. The civilian side's paying you more um, with with less education. Uh, the general attitudes at the house are different. Um, obesity is at a high rate, so. We have a smaller pool of people to recruit from. Uh, and there's all these like different things. And that is affecting how many people we get in. So now your pool, now you have a pool of 20,000 people. 10 years ago, you had 40,000 people, but now you only got 20,000 people. Mm -hmm. Out of those 20,000 people, you need to have an army the size of 500,000 in order to defend the nation mm -hmm. against these XY threats, right? 
So now you're being too selective and you're getting 10,000. And you're like, why are we losing these many people in the basic training portion when they're just going to get that kind of training that they're failing at, mm -hmm. at their home station? Like, why are we forcing them out? Now we didn't make numbers. We didn't meet the, we we're falling short to keep us, like keep the nation defended basically. Right. We just need yeah. bodies, man. We just need I, bodies. I remember uh, we had this discussion where, you know, the attrition rate um, is balanced out now because, you know, we get, yeah, they, uh, they, the standards used to be higher as far as like, you know, discipline wise, at least, yeah. you know, I think that, that one, that's one of those things that I don't know if it's changed. Go in ahead. the army, I feel like the army doesn't care about discipline anymore. They care about, can you, are you capable to hold a weapon and kill somebody? And if not, then you're just going to be cannon fodder. But if you could do, the, do that one basic thing of pulling the trigger and killing somebody or just able, just decent enough to serve a four-year contract to do your one basic menial job, right? can you do that? We, we ain't even going to yell at you, man. Just, can you do that? Yeah? Right. Come on in. Come on in because, like, we don't have that. Nobody's, like, volunteering for this shit. There's no war. Oh. There's right. no patriotic duty to serve because there's a war. It's well, it's the threat of war. Why was it then? I mean, what in your thoughts, in your opinion, why do you think that maybe it was more patriotic or it was a sense of duty to join the military back in the 30s and the 40s? I mean, I don't know about your household, but, you know, when I was growing up in my household, um, you know, serving in the military was like an honorable thing, you know, like it was looked up yeah. upon. Like, um, you know, oh, mi hijo es soldado, mi hijo es un marino, you know. Um, so uh, it, it was like a, a something that they I, I look out at, of pride. I look, you know I what I mean? My, I look at for I look at my dad and he was in the army and he was an infantry paratrooper guy. And I'm like, oh, man, here's this fucking hero. Do I know why he signed up? Maybe he was like in debt with some strippers and whatever. I don't know that. Mm. I know that he signed up and I'm like, man, this dude's a fucking hero. And I will pass on that, like, hey, we, you're the third generation. If my kids are like, I want to join, you're the third generation in the military, family tradition. And so right. I hope they don't ask me why I joined because I have no answer that's going to be good or patriotic for them or, as, or what they want to hear and stuff. I wanted to go to war at the time and stuff. Um, but, it's, you know, maybe to conflict with what they have to say or whatever, right. but. I can't speak up like on my dad. Like, why did right. he join? Maybe he, he wanted to pay for some booze or something, you know, like, or that fast car of a Ferrari that John Travolta was driving in the army commercial, you know, he was driving like a Camaro or something in a commercial yeah. and uh, for, for the army, get a $800 a month check and drive a <laughs> fast car from wow. the seventies or whatever. Um, um, I mean, I, just... I, I think, I think mm -hmm. people join because, or used to join, because the army used to give you a bunch of money and it was stability, but now civilian jobs, you don't have to do anything and you get all that and more. When you say, when you say they used to join because the army gave you a lot of money, what, what era are we talking about? We're talking about like the nineties. Uh, we're probably talking about the G watt era is probably the, that, that offered and you a lot the, of money. And Before the nineties. Yes. And the nineties too. My too brother, thinking. my brother could show you his paycheck as an E4 out of in the Marine Corps um, in the nineties. 
but if you wanted to live in the barracks, if you wanted to have a family, it was the best place to go. If you wanted to have a family, because they'd give you money for a fucking a house, uh, you'd have a car, you'd have some success. And I'm yeah. basing this off '90s Navy right. too, because like I have relatives in the Navy, and when I saw him, he had like a two floor house with a fuck. My cousin was living in the big house, right? Like I was like, damn, my cousin's like they're rich because he's in the Navy, right? And they have like three cars and they go driving to the mountains and right. all this crazy shit. They ah, dude, they're they're fucking millionaires because the military dude, gave them all that. You know, you know what's funny is um. My daughter, my oldest, told me, like, Dad, I used you as a, what does she call it? Ah, oh, what the fuck are the kids saying now? Like, to, like, a, a source of, like, um, like, uh, what the fuck did she say she used me as? Like, like kind of, like, uh, throwing me out there for her benefit. Like, my dad was soldier. That's what it was, yeah. She's like, Dad, I used you as a flex. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean a flex? What's a flex? She's like, yeah, I, uh, you know, um, we were having some kind of mil military thing. I don't remember what what it was, but um, she's like, yeah, you know, and I was proud that, you know, you're my dad and that you were in the army. And I'm like, oh, holy shit, you know. So I tell people my dad was in the army. I'm like, oh, that's cool shit, you know. After that, she just yeah. tells me to go fuck myself. But yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I thought that was that's pretty what cool. I, And that's what I used to do as a kid. I was like, yeah, my dad was in the army and and uh you know i got family in the military right. it's it's cool when you say it and you know like and who knows maybe my kids do the same thing when they're in the school like oh yeah my, my dad's in the right. army he's a soldier he wears camouflage right and stuff oh, it, i i was always hyped when i went into a military surplus store i'm like yeah canteen whoa <laughs> drink water out of this until Dude. i got to fort sill and now you're, you're drinking water and holding it over your head and you're like i don't remember this in my childhood oh my god yeah. dude you know for all those in the navy shout out to uh average gi joe podcast when you were a kid did you play army or did you play sailor just asking you never <laughs> seen the movie battleship then i shit goes hard battleship yeah, I played dude. the game with you Rihanna. Battleship. Yeah, you know, there's no shit. Yeah, that's that's from the Rihanna? Navy. Yeah, Rihanna oh, was in the movie fine, Battleship, mm. fighting aliens. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. dude, I think uh, the Navy's we... got seals. They do have seals. Yeah. Yo, what you think about those two that um that that one that died and the other one that was in critical condition, uh, from the training? Are you on? Did, did we discuss that already with you? Not with me, but oh. shit happens all the time. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I live like five minutes away from the fucking training center. Yeah, right there. It was in Coronado Island, right? Yeah. Shit happens, dude. Yeah. Some people just have like uh, pre-existing conditions, maybe. I don't know. You know, shit happens. People die in basic training all the time. People die. Just, it's well, workplace-related. I mean, what do you think of the outcry, though? Uh, I guess I'm getting that uh, from, the, from the media, the civilian sector, yeah, saying that yeah. maybe it's too tough and needs to be changed up. You know, the media is the media is going to media. The media is going to make a big deal about it because news is slow. The family obviously is going to have a big issue with it because right. they just love lost a loved one to a training and stuff. So they're only going to hear with maybe like some retired Navy SEAL guy would come in and be like, "Hey, they're not supposed to do that." Case in point, the helicopter flyover of the stadium. Yeah, it was too low or whatever. You know why that came came about? Hmm. Some old guy that just so happened to be in an aviation unit before in some period of time 
I don't think those helicopters should be flying too low. And everybody's hyped because he he knows he's the expert. Let me just call my buddy. That ain't right. And then he calls people and he's like, these helicopters are flying too low. And then now it becomes a big deal. Now you can't ignore it. The army secretly inside is saying like, ah, dude, like shut the fuck up, man. Like for real. Fine. And then the the colonel that's flying at the tip of the spear of the fucking formation is like, dude, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Who the fuck is this guy? And now they got to like apologize. And now they got to add safety steps. All because this fucking dumbass who had no like clue what was going on. Mm-hmm. Who used to be a fucking pilot at one point. It's like, oh, I don't. He's all of a sudden the subject matter expert, right? Yeah. I hate those motherfuckers, man. That's why, like, even at work, bro, I try to. Well, it's too late now. A lot of people already know that I'm prior service because everybody that's been there since I, I started working. But I try to, I hate it when they, when they, when I get introduced and like, oh, you know, he was in the army. But really, you know, I'm more than that, you know. I'm a human being. I'm a, I'm a man with feelings. I'm a person. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, check it out, y'all. If you guys are ever in north, in the southeast Texas area, like around Vider or something like that, uh, make sure y'all go stop by Jimmy Nick's. It's a fucking local business there that's veteran operated. They do great barbecue there. Um, and it's, uh, like I said, uh, veteran owned and the dudes that own it. I mean, they're not going to let you down with some great fucking barbecue. Go check Hell them yeah. out. It's Jimmy Nicks. And then also, man, if you know, anybody that's getting ready to retire, you know, like for example, Urena, he's going to retire one day, you know, and y'all can go ahead and get him a sweet little motherfucker around like this, you know, um, from red leg custom woodworks. Go to redneckcustomwoodworks.com so he can hook you up. The man right there gets down with the fucking, with the rounds, bro. And, you give me something uh, like that, I'll, I'll fucking be reenacting fire missions in my room all fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, dude. Um, you know, on the gun line, my third position of all was being a chief. But overall, being number one, man, was fun. You know, that was one of the best fucking jobs I had. You know, I love that I did it all. You know, fucking powder bitch, fucking uh, round runner, gunner, and you know, and I, that's what I loved. You know, <sighs> I missed the line, man. Just keep the women off of it. Anyway, uh, with that, be- <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm talking shit now. All right, look, y'all. And in case you haven't gotten the gist of it, we talk shit here. We have opinions. We do. I, I already put a fucking whole post about that already. So. You read it, you read it. If you didn't, you didn't. Don't really care. Um, but yeah, hey, check it out. If you guys want to be a guest on the gun line, have a shoot the shit episode with me, do me a favor, you know, uh, write on the gun line at gmail.com and put on the subject guest, you know, and then, you know, I will, we will work with your, uh, your, what's the word I'm looking schedule. for? Your schedule. schedule. Yeah. Get you in. You know, if you wanted to be a one on one like this, that's cool. If you wanted to be a two on one, me, Yurina, or me and Hunt, or all three of us, you know, get a gangbang going. You know, we can go ahead and do that, brother. You know, <laughs> let us know. And um, because I know there's a lot of folks out there that when I talk to them, they're like, Yeah, you know, um, I want to go ahead and get, jump on the gun line and because I heard so and so say this, and I want to, you know, talk to them about that. So hey, let us know, man. We'd love to have you on the gun line over here. We can just shoot the shit. Yeah, yeah and fuck yeah, man. If if people want to like Say I don't agree with you, Rita. I want to debate that motherfucker. Hey, man. 
Hey, you 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 just keep me from getting punched in the face, man. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. Like, also, um, it's like that dude says, "Change my mind." You know, the only thing is that mine is an opinion. All right, they're uninformed opinions that I have. I'm not gonna have fucking facts. I'm not gonna have all this shit. I'm gonna have my opinions, my convictions, and I'm not talking about felony ones. You know, but it is what it is at the end of the day. I'm still going to respect your opinion, even though you're wrong. So, (laughs) (laughs) dude, I appreciate you being on here, Yurina. Um, I hope we get you back on the midweek memo because, you know, me and Hunt, we're holding it down, but we just we're missing that one stability. I I think it's amazing what you guys are pulling off, man. I get I get hyped every morning that I listen to it on the drive to work. It's 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 good quality content and i wish i was there sometimes to like say my my two cents but you guys you guys are on fire like oh man it's fucking here's the thing it's because we're we form a triangle though all three together because me and hunt we can go way off right field but then we need you to reel us in you know what i'm saying you're like the voice of reason sometimes like what the hell are y'all two talking about? You know what I'm saying? So, but um, yeah, man, we're still doing our thing out there. Hunt and I, we, we gotta keep doing our thing. And um, I apologize, Hunt, for getting you suspended on, on TikTok. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But hey, check it out. Next next Tuesday, we're gonna go ahead and um and do the recording as we usually do, like around probably six-ish, seven-ish PM. And uh, we'll go live on Lee Hunt uh, sometime during the podcast. And, you know, um, I, I'm not going to go as hard as I did last time because, you know, that was mainly just a spur of the moment type deal. Sometimes okay, we just man, go, left go hard, go hard, go hard. Hell no, because next yeah. time he'll get he'll get fucking banned and have yeah. to open a new account. But yeah. hey, make sure y'all go like King Virgo 82, I think his, his shit is, or King Virgo 84. God damn it. Now I got to look that shit up. He's going to be 40 this year. So it's 82. Yeah. So King Virgo 82. Go look him up. That's uh, that's our homie out there. And I don't know. Do you have a TikTok or socials that uh, you share? Uh, not that people need to know, but okay, too people easy. Will find it. Too easy. You know. Um, just so y'all know, he's a big fucking troll. All right, <laughs> he's a big fucking troll. Trust me, he knows how to pin. He knows how to fucking pick my goddamn nerves. I used to fall for it a lot, a <laughs> lot. It, it took me a time, but you know. You know what? I wouldn't have it any other way, man. Um, I enjoy our time together. And yeah. as always, thank you for being here, bro. Always um, a pleasure. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you here. You got any shout outs before we get out now? Uh, Red Lake Custom Woodwork. Um, the Reverend Warriors Silky's Hike Program. Yes. Helping, helping to uh, prevent suicides amongst the veteran community and those serving through humor. Uh, and just overall camaraderie, man, just talking to, talking to each other, you know, veterans to veterans. If you haven't taken on a hike, they do about two or three each month. Just type in reverentwarriors.com uh, and then just look up Silky's Hikes in your area or maybe you want to go somewhere else, you know, and, and then you automatically join a community of people that think just like you. You're not alone. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Go experience it yourself. I just wondered, bro, because uh, I'm going to be doing the Reverend Warrior here in New Braunfels in April, right? Yep. Bro, you think the females are going to whoop my ass for the shit I've been saying on here? They probably will. <laughs> and then you're going to be like, fuck. <laughs> punch you right in the face. Right? right in the dick. Yeah. Oh, nah, if they punch me in the dick, I'm going to punch them right in the clit and the tits. 
They're, yeah, and they're gonna be doing laps around you, and you're like, "Fuck, I'm tired," and they're just like, "Catch up, pussy." <laughs> oh God, the day that happens. Anyways, <laughs> nah, just talking shit, ladies and fellas out here. It's been a pleasure having y'all on here. Um, we'll be back on Tuesday. This will be dropping. Uh, by the time you hear this, it should be Friday evening for your drive home. Uh, today is what Thursday. Yes. Yeah. So I'll drop it tomorrow evening because I don't want to have them back to back like that. Or what do you think? Should you just drop it tonight or tomorrow? Hey, do what feels right. Do what feels right. <sighs> I'll wait. I'll give it till tomorrow evening just hey, so yeah. they can have, you know, some time yeah, in between. Tim, t- give them time to catch up, catch their breath because it's yeah. about to fucking burn tomorrow or oh, today shit. if you're listening to that. I know, right? And uh, like I said, man, the invite's always there, male, female, whatever the fuck you consider yourself. You want to come on the gun line? I may not have known you, but we do share one thing in common, and that's the brotherhood or sisterhood, but the brotherhood mostly of being in the fucking military. All right. Um, all guests are welcome. We shoot the shit. We talk shit. We have good conversations. And you never know, man. Um, I call this therapy without the therapist. It does feel fucking good sometimes just to vent out and have a good time. So. With that said, y'all, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this bad boy up. So, rounds complete. End of mission. Gone line out. Bye, motherfuckers. <laughs>